We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Got Brewers baseball, Brewers and Reds in Miller Park. You're going to have some Bucks basketball over the weekend as well. You've got the PGA Championship in full swing now. So i uh, got a lot of things happening in the world of sports. you got the Packers continuing to effort towards their season, even though the announcement was made that they're going to have the first couple of games without fans. But uh, that being said, at least we have sports right now. And uh, barring anything else uh, coming from the St. Louis Cardinals, who, by the way, are postponing tonight's game with the Chicago Cubs as yet another person in the uh, Cardinals organization has tested positive for COVID. Uh, and we'll talk about that schedule because it looks like if they just postpone it tonight – and not the continuation of the series throughout the weekend. They're going to have to play 55 games in 51 days, the Cardinals will. Otherwise, it's 55 games in 49 days. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. So, anyway, that being said, uh, we bring in now uh, from CBS 58, Kevin Holden now joining us. Kevin, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, although I'm not good enough to play 55 games in 49 days. I don't have the right? for that. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, it's uh, – it, it, that it just man, if you're a Cardinals fan, I I don't know how you can do that, you know? Because well, because now you're you're scared of everything. I mean, you're you're scared of any any picture on Instagram where you see a player that's not locked down in a hotel room somewhere. I mean, that's that's the thing about it, and it goes back to one of the points that we made uh, back when when baseball was putting this sixty game plan together, which is the team that has the best chance to win a championship this year has an extra element to it. It's not just the most talented team. It might be the most disciplined team. It might be the team that, that, that makes sure that they don't come in contact with the virus. That will, uh, it, you're seeing a palpable effect. It's not just a case uh, for a player. It's the fact that someone gets a case and it's actually affecting the schedule. It's going to make it harder for them down the stretch. So it, baseball may be teaching its, its players a lesson in the first couple of weeks that might make this smoother on the way out. That's, that's the hope, at least. Uh, tell me your thoughts uh, on this Brewers team getting a couple of wins. Christian Yelich, obviously the walks last night, the inside the Parker. Uh, he makes the comment, kind of jokes, that at least he's you know not swinging at stuff that's out of the strike zone and he's not swinging through it he can distinguish between strikes and balls it seems like maybe he's starting to get his eye back a little bit those four walks to me meant even more than the inside the park home run although the inside the park home run was one of the most 2020 plays ever where there's a netting and someone gets tangled in it like it's a spider web it was that was amazing but the four walks to me uh, were were exactly what Yelich needs because if he's not going to chase pitches out of the zone, pitchers are going to have to pitch to him, and he will go back to his old form once pitchers give him those pitches to hit. 
and he puts wood on them, it's going to happen. So that that was a, a tremendous sign. My thought on the Brewers, actually, these last few days has been a little less about uh, the Yelichs of the world and more about the pitching because that has always been the difference maker. You know, to whether this team is a playoff team or not. Hauser was brilliant, and Josh Lindblom had his career high in strikeouts last night. So, uh, to me, if they can put together a semblance of a starting rotation and stay out of uh, virus trouble, that these two things are maybe the most important parts of, of going to October to the postseason. Uh, the starting rotation uh, we'll get into, but we'd asked this question the other day, is this starting rotation set up to be good for – Say a long time, and I'm not talking just you know this year. I'm talking maybe two, three years because it's tough to keep rotations that good for that long. But how good do you feel about the starting rotation? It, it doesn't have Kershaw's and Scherzer's and such in it, but they're really solid. At least that's what they're starting to look like. Yeah, and I the fact that they're finding options behind the top options, that to me is the difference maker. If you have any uh, Brewers team in the past maybe 20 years that has had that great chance to advance, uh, in the postseason, that's what they've had. The, the 2018 team, their strength ha- had to do with their bullpen and the depth in their bullpen. But 2011 is one that comes to mind. It wasn't just a single starting pitcher. You had, uh, way back then, it was Zach Greinke, it was Sean Markham when his arm was still attached, and it was Giovanni Gallardo. And th- that was, I mean, th- that threesome right there would be formidable in any series in 2011. What the Brewers are finding now is if you have Woodruff sliding in as an ace, and I think that's a safe thing to say. And you have some solid options behind, but you've got these young guys, these Freddie Peraltas and Adrian Hausers that are starting to perfect things that are starting to come around. You have depth in the uh, in the rotation. And it's, it's, it's the thing that's plagued the Brewers because of baseball's economics forever. Because the names you mentioned, Kershaw, Scherzer, these names are – $400 million names. I mean, and they are, they're outside the price range of what the Brewers can do. So if they can build the rotation without having to spend that kind of money, this team's got a shot at something. Um, I wanted to ask you about the, the Brewers' uh, offense, and we were talking about this with Mo Egger a little while ago from Cincinnati. They're kind of going through the same thing where they thought the offense was going to be good. It hasn't gotten off to the fast start that they expected. Uh, pitching has been better, and you kind of hope that over the next week or so, uh, that this offense begins to pick it up, uh, not hitting well with runners in scoring position. They're one of the lower-hitting teams with team batting average. Give me your thoughts on this team offensively right now. Yeah, you you build it around Yelich, around Avi Garcia, around Keston Hira. Uh, you've got great options you know, there at the, at the top of the order. It's how they filled it out and how they spent their money to fill it out in the offseason. And the, the trouble is there are a lot of stopgaps. And it's, it's all right if you have one or two stop gaps, but there are quite a few stop gaps. There are a lot of Justin Smokes and Logan Morrison's, and, you know, Sogard is a, a bit of an exception because he's been around before and he's a guy at the top of the order. And, you know, Omar Narvaez is someone new behind the plate. This is uh, – when you're, when you're filling out a roster with, with several of those, you are going to cap a little bit what you have. In other words, uh, this offense is not going to be – 2018 Mike Moustakis or the Moustakis-Grandal combination when you had Yelich as well and Braun was hitting. I don't know if this offense can reach that level. I like the top third or so, but uh, unfortunately, you've got a chance with those contracts, those you know those one-year, two- or three- or four-million-dollar contracts. Those can end up in a pure bust. Uh, it does happen from time to time. 
and it may with a couple of these brewers this year. One of the guys that we were counting on, uh, obviously, was Lorenzo Cain, not here, but the guy that uh, I was kind of sketchy about who's performed extremely well, Orlando Arcia. Now, for as much as you can say, well, you really missed the bat of Lorenzo Cain, Orlando Arcia has been all that and then some and really validated what we saw down in spring training earlier this year. Man, that combination, if you can get a combination of the defense that he provides you and some kind of bat, just something, uh, you really got something there. And it's exactly what the Brewers had hoped for when they gave him the shortstop position a few years ago. I don't know if he'll hit 333 for a whole year. Uh, that would be incredible if that's the case. If he could even, you know, maintain it above about 280 for a whole year, that's that's a different type of ball player right there. Uh, but you know, the, what he gives you already defensively, if he adds something to the table offensively, if he can even help you move runners along, that's it's it's just a huge benefit. That's a an extra bat uh, in an order that could probably use an extra bat or two. So that's uh, it's been fun to see because we watched Arcia struggle. We and uh, I think he's. I know Brewers fans are sometimes not a huge fan of him, but I think in the end of the day, he's a guy you root for. I think he's a guy that uh, the Brewers fan base would like to see succeed. And in 2020, it's happened so far. Talking with Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Uh, Bucks get a win last night. How big of a win was that? Not only to beat the Heat, a team that they have yet to beat this season, but also the way in which they did it, where they looked ugly early. They finally at halftime talked to each other and said, this is not our best basketball and this is not the way we play. And it seems like they just came out with a different attitude and a different uh, a different enthusiasm, if you will, or a different energy in the second half of that ball game to emphatically say, okay, we need to change the way we're doing things. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I, I have tried really hard not to get too invested in these these early games leading into the playoffs because you knew the Bucks would beat someone somewhere along the way and get the one seed. But with that having been said, there were a couple of games in a row that left a little – it's not a seed of doubt. They've got talent on the roster. But, you know, you have seen in sports – it doesn't have to just be the NBA, but you've seen in sports teams of very talented players hit bumps right when the postseason's coming. Like, it was Peyton Manning's calling card with the Colts, right? These great regular seasons and these bumps that would come in the playoffs. And in the first half of that Heat game, again, try, I was trying not to get too concerned, but I'm thinking, man, don't make this a trend. And, and that's exactly what they, you know, stopped right there. They stopped that trend and, and played a great second half. I think that it's nice to have it clinched as early as possible because it gives them more time between now and that first playoff game. I mean, if you're talking even two or three more days to rest guys, to, to manage minutes, to, you know, help them with conditioning and practice and work on other things, that that's a huge difference, I think, for this team. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy they got it out of the way. We don't have to think about this again. And you can kind of watch and smile. And if Frank Mason plays 28 minutes, then he plays 28 minutes, you know, up until the playoffs. Um, uh, real quick before I let you go, no fans at Lambeau Field, at least not for the first couple of games. Thoughts on the NFL getting underway without fans in the stands? Yeah, my so so I to share you a personal story. My one of my best friends growing up in Georgia has been so excited. He he looked at the calendar and he said, Kevin, I am coming to visit you in Wisconsin. Notre Dame and Wisconsin are playing at Lambeau Field on a Saturday. And the Packers and Falcons are playing on a Monday night. He is still a Falcons fan, bless his heart. Uh, so none of that's happening now. <laughs> the whole thing is is done. If you're a fan, you can't go to that Packers game. And, of course, the Badgers game has been called off. I, I think from a protocol standpoint, 
The NFL is doing everything it can to be smart. It probably faces the toughest uphill battle of all the sports because of the sheer number of players, because of the travel, because of the difficulty of being in a bubble. They, they know they have to take these extra precautions. So it hurts the fan in me, but the, the, the journalist in me, the, the uh, uh, observer, you know, the, the outside observer in me knows this had to happen. And it's probably going to happen for more than two games. So I would brace for this to continue into November. Good stuff as always, Kevin. Appreciate it, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Sounds good. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go rest up. We've got one more softball game, so I've got to put ice packs over like 80 percent of my body. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, man. There you go, you, Kevin Holden from CBS 58, uh, getting ice, getting ice packs all over his body and hoping for the best that he doesn't snap, tear, or blow out anything before it's all said and done. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80 plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.